Oh, come on. I think we can do a little bit better than that. I said, are you thankful for the revival that has been pouring out? For the refreshing of His Spirit that's in this place. That's right. There's a refreshing here tonight. You came here tired and weary. The Spirit of the Lord is here to refresh you. It's here to give you strength. Praise God. I'm very, very honored to be a part of the kingdom of God. Thankful that He cared enough about me to have a, a plan and a purpose for me. Aren't you thankful for that tonight? Praise God. If you have your Bibles, if you turn to Numbers chapter 14, be reading verse 21 through 24. I do want to give honor to the pastor tonight and his wife. Could you give them a hand clap? ministry that's here tonight. God bless you. Thank you for all that you do in the kingdom of God. Pray the Lord's blessing on you. In Jesus' name. Numbers 14, verse 21 through 24. Uh, back home, I've got a little miniature blue healer. And his name's Leroy. And Leroy is the best dog that I've ever had. He's way better than that little miniature poodle that me and Sister Miller just got. But he's a good dog, and I've, I've had him since he was about this long. And when I first got him, he rode everywhere with me in the truck. If I was in the truck, he was in the truck. He sit right on my console. His little old legs was about that long. Looked like a little bear. And Leroy is as loyal a dog as you'll ever find. When I'm home, if I'm outside, it don't matter if it's 120 degrees. If I'm changing the oil on the truck, he's going to be right there beside me. If we got something going on out in the woods trying to get after the chickens or the goats or something, if, if I go out there with a headlight to see what it is, it don't matter if it's 2 o'clock in the morning and 30 degrees. If I got to wade through waist-deep water, he's going to be right there beside me. But he's loyal. And wherever I want to lead him, he's willing to follow. There's characteristics about that dog that I hope I can find in myself. I want to be as loyal to my master As he is to me. Praise God. I want to follow him with my whole heart. Trust him. Whatever direction he wants to take me. Numbers 14 verse 21 through 24 says, But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these ten times and have not hearkened to my voice, he said, Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. Verse 24 says, But my servant Caleb, 
Everybody say, but Caleb. Because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully, him will I bring unto the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. The meaning of the name Caleb tonight is simply dog. But another definition is wholehearted or loyalty. We've got to have the spirit of Caleb if we're going to possess what God says was ours. And I want to preach to you from that title tonight just for a minute. Possessing your promise. Possessing your promise. Could you lift your hands all across the house? Could you talk to the Lord for a minute? That's it. Could you lift your voice? Come on, we in apostolic church tonight. Could you lift your voice to him? Father, we love you. I thank you for your word tonight that's forever settled in heaven. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that I feel. God, I speak it upon every heart and every mind. God, that they would receive your word with faith. Lord, that it would benefit them before we leave. I pray your anointing upon me that you would help me, that you would bring things to my remembrance, that I would say only what you won't say and nothing more. I release the gifts of the Spirit tonight to be in operation that your body would be edified and encouraged before we leave. Confirm your word tonight as you always do. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask all these things. Let's clap our hands to the Lord one more time. Praise God. Boy, I feel the Lord in here. Possessing your promise. You may be seated tonight in Jesus' name. Possessing your promise. The definition of promise tonight is a declaration or an assurance that God will do a particular thing. It's a guarantee or a contract. We've got to know tonight that God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it one time, friend, that ought to be enough. He spoke to Moses that the rain was coming and for 120 years, he never spoke to him again. But day after day, Moses just kept his hand on the hammer, believing that the word that it came to him was surely going to come to pass. Friend, God ain't got to speak to you every week for the word to be sure that he spoke to you. Just keep your hand. Keep your hammer in your hand. Just keep working. Just keep making progress. Just keep stepping into the fulfillment of the word that has been spoken over you. I feel an unction in the Holy Ghost. Somebody, somebody done tried to throw down their hammer thinking it ain't never gonna come to pass. But God has not lied to you. You gotta keep the hammer in your hand. God's word is sure. God's word is sure. His promise is gonna come to pass. God has promised brighter days. Psalm 30 and 5, it says, For his anger endureth for a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. God promised deliverance to his children. 
in Psalm 34 and 19 where he said many, many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Oh, he promised deliverance to you, friend. He promised the comfort of his presence. In Isaiah 43 and 2, when he said, When thou passest through the water, I will be with thee. Through the river, it shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. He promised he'd be with you. Promise the salvation of your children. Proverbs 22 and 6, where he said, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Promise answered the prayers in Mark eleven twenty four, where he said, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, I'm, t- I'm preaching to the word to you. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. He promised spiritual fullness in John 6, 35 when Jesus said, He that cometh unto me shall never hunger and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Every word that God speaks is a declaration of what he intends to do. But you gotta hang on. You gotta hang on. You gotta have faith to see it come to pass. Promised unlimited blessing in Mark 9 and 23. Said all things are possible to him that believeth. He promised a heavenly home tonight in 1 Peter 1 and 4 to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you. We have an assurance tonight that all of God's promises are yea and in him, amen, to the glory of God by us. First Kings 8 and 56 says there's not failed one word of all of his good promise. Not one word has ever fell to the ground. Not one word has not come to pass. Friend, if you'll just hang on to what God has promised you, you're gonna see it manifest in the end. Does anybody feel like hanging on tonight? Does anybody? Does anybody got it in their spirit that says, hey, I'm gonna possess what God says was mine. I'm gonna possess the promise that God, not man, has given me. See, his promises are yea, but we have to come into agreement with them. That's where the amen comes in, brother. That's why it's real important to say amen when the man of God's preaching because what you're saying is, hey, 
agree with that. Now I got somebody tonight in the amen corner says, hey preacher, I believe that word is for me. I believe that you're talking to me tonight. I got an amen in my spirit. got faith tonight then I'm going to see it come to pass you've got to align your thoughts with the fulfillment as a man thinketh in his heart so is he you've got to align with your speech with the fulfillment death and life is in the power of the tongue you got to apply your works to the fulfillment. Your actions have to align because faith without works is dead. If everything that you're thinking and everything that you're saying and everything that you're doing does not align with the fulfillment, it won't be God's fault when it don't come to pass. You got to come into agreement tonight. You got to come in to agreement with what God said. But friend, your thought process is going to manifest in the natural. What you dwell on all the time is going to become evident in your life. You got a lot of naysayers in your ear. I always speak in negativity. I always speak in unbelief. And you allow them seeds. You gotta dismiss them kind of people out of your life. You ain't gotta be ugly, but you just gotta say, hey, I can't listen to that. I got a word from God. I got a word from God. I got a word from the king. The writer in 2 Corinthians, Paul said, we have the same spirit of faith as I believed, therefore have I spoken. You can't say you got faith if all you speak is doubt, I'm going to stay right here for a minute. You can't say that you're full of faith if all that ever comes off of your tongue is contrary to God's word. As I believe, therefore have I spoken. He said, we also believe and therefore speak. You've got to speak faith. Why faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Not reading. Faith cometh by hearing. We gotta be a church that'll raise up our voice against the adversary that's speaking contrary hey, to what the will of God is. We gotta be a church that learns to talk, that begins to speak. Oh, I'm about to start speaking the word. I'm going to stay right here. I got to start speaking the promises of God over my life. 
as I speak these out, my faith is going to begin to grow. Woo! I text this man, Caleb, man of faith. Lord appeared unto Moses, Exodus chapter 3. He said, gather the elders together. He said, tell them I heard their cry. And surely I'm going to bring them into a land flowing with milk and honey. It was at that point that the fulfillment of the word that had been spoken hundreds of years ago to Father Abraham in Genesis 15 was fit to be fulfilled. God had already spoken to him. God made a covenant with Abraham. And now the children of Israel, after 400 years of bondage, 400 years of hard labor, 400 years of brick and mortar, was getting ready to step into the fulfillment. And Moses stood before them and they began to make their way toward the promise. And whenever they was fishing to step into the promised land, the scripture tells us in Numbers chapter 13 that Moses gathered a man, one of every tribe, and sent him to spy out the land of Canaan. He said, go up into the mountains and then descend down by Hebron. And I want you to see exactly what it is that God said that we could have. And here they go, climbing up the rough side of the mountain. And whenever they got to the top, whenever they got to the top and they looked down at everything that was standing in between them and the fulfillment, I feel like that your little old knees went to knocking and they got to forgetting everything that God had just pulled them out of. They got to forgetting everything that God had already done for them. Brother, they was fruit so big. See, God just gave them a little taste of the fulfillment. And they gathered up a cluster of grapes. This ain't no grapes you get off the shelf at Walmart, friend. One cluster was so big. It took two men to carry them. Two grown men, Brother Devin. You got pretty wide shoulders. Two men probably about your size. Come packing out a little bit of that fulfillment that God was willing to give them. I'm telling you the promises that God's got for you and God's got for this church is so big you won't be able to you won't be able to carry it by yourself. It's gonna take two men. It's going to take men. Oh, I got some men in here that's ready to take down anything that comes in between you and the fulfillment. 
Somebody shout right now. Somebody shout right now. Somebody lift your voice. Come on, go ahead. That's it. Come on, you've been getting a little taste. You've been getting a little taste. You've been getting a little taste. Somebody shout right now. I said, I know it's Wednesday night, but I feel a fighting spirit on me right now. Oh, I feel a fighting spirit on the inside of me. I got it made up in my mind that anything that God spoke to me, I'm going to possess. Anything that God said was mine, I'm going to take it. I ain't going to forfeit it to the enemy. I'm not going to lay it down. I'm not going to be defeated. My kids are going to be saved. God said I was going to be full. God said he was going to deliver me. God said he was going to comfort me. That's it. I feel like you believe when I'm preaching now. That's it. That's mine. You got to look at that down there and say, hey, that's mine, devil. That belongs to me. I'm not turning it over to you. You got to get a little indignation in your spirit. There's got to be a fight in you. You got to fight the good fight of faith. Got to have a little bit of grit. Faith is a fight. Hell wants to rob you of it. Because he knows if he can take your faith, it's real simple, Brother Aaron. We like to make it a bigger deal than what it is. Faith! Somebody has to say, faith! Now say, I got to have it. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that cometh unto him must believe that he is. And that he's a rewarder. Say it, Brother Pico. Say it loud. Somebody say it with him. Say it loud. He's a rewarder of them. That's us who diligently seek him. There's a reward. There's a reward. There's a reward that's coming. And it's the fulfillment of his word. Walk by faith, not by sight. It ain't about what you see. It ain't about what you're looking at. But it's all about what you know. Children of Israel, they come back to Moses, toting them big old green grapes. That's what kind I like. They got a little bit more tart to them, brother. 
little bit more sour than them red ones. We're going to pray for you, Brother Devin, if you like them red ones. They come back packing them green grapes. Laid them on the ground before Moses. Said, surely the land whether thou sentest us floweth with milk and honey. It's everything that you said it was going to be, God. It's everything that your word said it was going to be. But there's some obstacles standing in between us in the possession of that promise. And that's all that we can see. He said, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. The cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. It looks real good. Matter of fact, it tastes good too. But I don't know if there's any way that we can defeat the adversary that's standing in between us and the fulfillment. Mo, I think we ought to just turn around and go back where we came from. And the Bible says that Caleb stilled the people before Moses. He said, everybody be quiet. He said, let us go up at once. Let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome them. I know what it looks like, boys. I know what's all down there in front of us. But I just got to believe deep down in my spirit that God wouldn't have brought us this far if he was going to forsake us now. Somebody got to get that in your heart right now. God wouldn't have pulled you out if he was just going to leave you. If he was going to turn around and not allow you to get what he said was yours. Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are now well able to overcome them. I just got to believe that Caleb started testifying right there in front of all of them men about what God had already done, Brother Craig. I just got to believe that after all that God had brought them through, after the great plagues that God put on the Egyptians, after how he parted the Red Sea and brought them through and destroyed every one of them that was behind them, after he fed them with manna, after water came from a rock, after a cloud overshadowed them by day and a fire by night. See, Revelation 12 and 11 says that they overcame how? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Whenever there's a giant standing in front of you, you just got to begin to testify. You got to begin to talk. You got to testify. You got to remember. You got to bring those victories from your past into the present and understand 
that if the word has not been fulfilled, it don't matter how many giants that you got to slay. They can't kill you. They can't destroy you. They can't keep you from the fulfillment. The only one that can do that is ourselves. Hell can't stop the promises of God from coming into your life, Brother Aaron. The only one that can stop it is you. And that's why, oh, he said it's by faith and patience that you inherit the promises. Somebody got to have a little bit of faith tonight. Friend, and if you got faith, you can be patient and seeing the will of God unfold. Hebrews 10 and 35 says, cast not away therefore this confidence with that great recompense of reward. He said, for you have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God, you might obtain the promise. After God's will, Unfold. See, God's promises are fulfilled in His will. God's promises ain't fulfilled, Brother Craig, in our will and in our timing. But they always come to pass when we align ourselves and stay in his will. And if you have patience for his will to unfold, you'll never lose faith that his promise is gonna come to pass. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, in all your, I'm gonna stay, in all your ways, everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you seek, acknowledge him and he will, he will, he will direct your path. God directed him to Canaan land. He directed him to a land full of promise. And it didn't matter what was standing there. They had their marching orders. Move forward. Come on, God's speaking that to some folks tonight. You got your marching orders. Just move forward. Don't tuck tail and run. Don't go the other way. Don't let fear get on the inside of you. Keep having faith in God that his word is sure and it's gonna come to pass in your life. No matter how big the giants, no matter how many battles you gotta fight, oh, somebody get with me right now. No matter how big the giants, somebody gotta get a little giant slayer mentality. You got to go to the giants. Because I want to tell you every avenue on your way to the fulfillment is stopped off by the enemy. Because they said, them, them with the evil report said the Amalekites dwell in the land to the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. 
and the Canaanites dwelt by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Every avenue, brother, was shut off by the enemy. You wasn't going to go around them. You wasn't going to go over them. And you wasn't going to go underneath them. If you was going to get to what God said was yours, you was going to have to go through them. You hear me? You're going to have to go through the giants that's standing in front of you. That little shepherd boy, David, had a word of prophecy over his life. And it was the next chapter that a giant was standing there in front of him. Nine foot six, ready to take his head off. And the Bible says that David ran to the giant. Oh, come on, child of God. You don't need to be on the defense all the time. You need to pull out your offensive weapon and run, run, run to the giants that's standing in front of you. Run to the giants that's standing in between you and the fulfillment. Come on, I got a book full of promises. You got a book full of promises. As long as you don't turn and run, you're going to see them come to pass. Lift your hands right now. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Come on, difficulty, obstacles, adversity, struggles. All these things have a way of robbing your faith from you. All these things have a way. Come on, from taking your faith. All these things have a way from keeping you from seeing the fulfillment of the Word of God in your life. Come on, start thinking back tonight about everything that God did for you. Come on, start thinking about every other word that God has fulfilled. Come on, think about where He pulled you out of. Come on up here, Brother Eli. That's it. Come on, I got a promise, and I'm hanging on to it. I got a promise, and I'm going to see it come to pass. I got a promise that I possess right now. That's it. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Kila boroto mosataya. Kindere boroto mosataya. That's it. Kile borete mosataya and ala boroto. Inde ala borete mosataya. Come on, Brother Miller, I'm in a trial. James said, count it all joy. He said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith would work with patience. That you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Come on, the trial's working something in your faith. Hear me tonight, saying to God, the trial that you're going through is producing something in your faith that you're going to need in the next season. It's producing something in your faith that you can step into the fulfillment of where God desires for you to be. Don't lose faith in the process. Kinderoto mosataya.
Come on, don't lose faith in the process tonight. Come on. Come on, let's push a little bit right here. Come on, I know we've been at work this week. I know some of us been up since 4 o'clock this morning. I know you're tired, men. Come on, but if you'll just push a little bit. If you'll just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Apply your faith to this word. Come on, there's fulfillment here. Come on, possess what God said was yours. Well, Brother Miller, I can't even see it in the natural. Just possess it in your spirit right now. Come on, take hold to the word. Take hold to the word. That belongs to me. Fear is not going to keep me from stepping into it. I see it. Come on. Sister Hughes, y'all just sing. Y'all just continue to worship the Lord around here. Continue to pray. Continue to pray. You're going to see it happen if you hang on. You're going to see it happen if you speak faith. Okay, just keep worshiping the Lord for a minute. That's it. Everybody, keep worshiping right now. When I come in the back door, I looked over here at y'all and I seen increase right over the top of your head. There's revival. 
that God's finna pour out. I'm speaking it over y'all right now. I'm prophesying it to you. I'm prophesying increase in finances. And I'm prophesying a refreshing over you before you go back. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me get some men over here. I want you to lay hands. I want you to pray. We get a couple of sisters. I speak against infirmity right now. That would come against my sister. I speak healing virtue right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That's it, sister. That's he. I speak healing over you right now. In the name of the Lord, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. That's it. Pray right now. Father, grab your wife by the hand. Grab your wife. That's it. Everybody just keep worshiping the Lord around here. Come on, pray it in the Holy Ghost. Pray it in the Holy Ghost. in the midnight hour. It's going to work in your Grab your wife by the hand. That's it. Praying for you right now. I see leaves falling on y'all like you're finna go into another season. Okay? There's another season. Y'all finna come out of one. You're finna step into another one. But I've seen you today in prayer towards the end of the day, and I've seen you in a, in a house. And you was working. And it wasn't completed yet. But you was in this house and you was working. But you fit to close the door on that. It's to be completed. Okay. Yeah. It's registered with you right now. Yeah. It's to be completed. And I'm telling you this because God sees right where you're at. And I want you to be reminded of that tonight. That's what God showed me today, brother. Okay? He is the God that sees you. 
y lo borre tomos ataya y quien derrotó mosande le corre y con dere borro tomos ataya y que retomos ataye y le borre tomos ataya dere corre decía y en de ya la borre tomos ataye decía Brother, I, I, hold on just a second. I see, I also see you signing a piece of paper. I see you signing a piece of paper, brother. It's like a contract. I see you signing it. I laid my hand on you. That's what I see. All right? Yeah, so be, it's from God. Be looking for it. That's right. Sister, I need to pray for you. Kilo borreto mosataya. Ikereto mondeyakoto. I see it. The season's changing, sister. It's changing. Kila Borreto. You didn't know if it was going to. I'm telling you that it is, okay? Yeah, you've been praying for it. And this is God speaking to you right now. It's changing right now. They falling in this house. Kila Borreto Mosataya. I see it. Pray. 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 Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm not trying to embarrass you but I'm going to tell you you're looking at a miracle right there if y'all remember here about a week or two ago 10 days ago we, we had went and prayed for that baby that was in the hospital well this mama right here is one that got filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and she's sitting here tonight by the grace of God we ought to get excited yeah That's it. Hell fought her every step of the way. But she had it made up in her mind. Yeah, she had it made up. See, I'm going to tell you something. Me and Sister Miller, we called and checked on her a couple of times while she was over there. She said the doctors would come in wanting to do all these things, and she would just tell them what God had already done for her. I'm going to just tell you all the story. We went over and prayed for that young man. The next day, day after, they was headed home. And guess what happened? 
Hell showed up and wanted to keep the test and wanted to keep the testimony from coming to the house of God. So they turned around and had to go back. But it was even then that that lady right back there kept the faith in God's ability and what he had already done. They ought to not be sitting here tonight, but she just testified in the face of adversity. You gotta testify when the hell comes against you. You gotta testify when it don't look good. You gotta speak about what God had already did. Sister, that wasn't allowed before a test of your faith. Sister, and I want to tell you in the Holy Ghost that you passed. You passed the test. That's right. Pass the test. See, anything, let me, let me just, anytime that the enemy comes against us, God allows him there. Well, I don't know why either. Sometimes I don't understand, but he does. There's things in your life, sister, that are fixing to start turning around. Okay? Because of this recent decision that you made. Yeah. You just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And as you do that, you're going to begin to walk in a place of fulfillment. Woo! Because every step that you take is going to be ordained and designed by Him. And I'm going to say this, the naysayer that's speaking contrary to what God's doing and what He's already done, God is going to begin to work on Him. Because let me tell you something, sister. The Bible says that God turns the hearts of kings like a river. God can do with anybody's heart what He wants to. The story we just read about, the Bible says that God hardened the heart of Pharaoh. And if he can harden a heart, brother, guess what else he can do? He can soften one. Everybody point your hand this way. Kile borreto mosandaya. Kile borreto mosandaya. Ikendo reto mosandaya. Ikoroto mosande de kanderoko. Iperote mosandaya. Let me get some ladies back here. Let me get some sisters back here that's going to pray. Come on. Kilo Boroto Mosandaya. Let's see it.
Come on, pray right now. Pray right now. Pray. If you got faith, Brother Danny, go pray a covering over that child over there, brother. Pray a blood covering over him. Y'all let Brother Danny come back there and lay hands on that boy, please. Y'all couple of men, go follow him. Pray it in faith. Come on, pray a covering over him in faith. Come on, get it settled in your heart right now. Brother, grab your, that's your wife here? Grab her by the hand, please. That's all right, everybody just keep praying. Y'all just worship the Lord, okay? Y'all sing, let's worship God all around here. Kile borreto mosataya. Y condere borroto mosandere corre. Y condere borroto mosataya. Brother, I see transition. Okay, it's from God. It's from God, I see transition. You just let him do it, okay? Let him do it, don't question it. It's from him. Kinderoto mosataya. That's right, sister. That's right, Kile Boreto Mosataya. Ikendere Boreto Mosataye. It's from the Lord. Kindere Boreto Mosataya. Come on. And every step, God, God, I feel the Lord. Every step that you're obedient, you're going to see a little bit more happen. Every step that you take, God's going to pour out just a little bit more. Kindere Boreto Mosataya. sisters back here we're gonna pray God's gonna touch this woman right now she's got some she got some issues right here and God's finna touch God's gonna heal them how many folks we've seen healed in just in this revival there's folks all across the house there's, there's numbers of folks sister that God's touched when I lay my hand on your head God's finna take care of that right now and you're gonna feel a witness that's it Sangere morete mondo yo sataya Ingeare morete mon sataye te te kayanda 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. I speak healing. I speak to the infirmity right now. I take authority over it in the name of the Lord. I speak healing virtue in the name of Jesus Christ. I plead the blood right now. Sister, that's healing that you feel right now. That's healing that you feel. That's right. That discomfort right now is gone. That's because God's working out everything. That's what you feel taking place. That's healing. That warm that you feel, that's virtue that's flowing. I speak it over you in the name of the Lord. That's it. Praying right now. There's, there's more than one of us in here. If you, if you deal with diabetes, if you got blood sugar problems, I want you to come stand right here and I want you to lift your arm and let me know who it is that I'm finna pray for you and God's gonna touch your body, God's gonna heal you. God's gonna heal you. I prayed for a man, me and several. I like to pray with other people. I want them to lay their hands on the women. If they believe that God's going to heal them. Pray for a man, brother. I think it was 42 years. Big number. Laid hands on him. We prayed for him. God healed him of sugar diabetes. We come back three months later and he was still healed. And I'm getting ready to go back there whenever I leave here. And I know when I walk in there and ask him, he's still going to be healed. Well, I got about about 30% of us believe that. Well, somebody ought to just have a little bit of faith right now. Yay! I said he's still going to be healed. So if that's you, I want you to, is, that, is this it right here? You have to let me know. You're going to feel warm go through your body. And that's a, that's a witness that God's healing your body. Now I'm going to say this. I prayed for a woman another time that had sugar diabetes. And I laid my hands on her. God healed her. I know he did. She said, Brother Miller, I felt it go all through my body. And after, I told, after we prayed for her, I told her, I said, now look. I said, now we prayed for you and God's healed you. You're not going to be able to do just anything you want to do. Got to take care of the temple. I'm not being ugly. That's, God, that's for everybody. We've got to take care of the temple. Okay? Let me get a couple of sisters right here to lay hands on her. Brother, I'm going to pray for you next. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. I take authority right now over sugar diabetes. That's it. I take dominion over you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. I curse you in the name of Jesus. I take dominion over you right now. I speak brand new blood. There would be a blood transfusion 
that would begin to flow in the name of the Lord Jesus, the authority of the Word and the power of the Spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word and the power of the Holy Ghost. That's it. I speak new blood right now over him. I speak a blood transfusion. That brand new blood would begin to flow. And this infirmity that's trying to grip his body, I curse it in the name of Jesus. I take dominion over it under the authority and the unction of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the authority of the Word. I see it. Worship right now. Come on. Take hold of it. Grab it. Say, that's mine. That's my promise. That's my promise. That's mine. Yay. of you right now. I bind anxiety in the name of the Lord. That's it. That's an attack from hell. But I curse it in Jesus' name. I take dominion over it. It's not going to follow you home. It's not going to be with you. I take possession of it right now and I cast it into the sea in the name of the Lord. Come on up here, sister. That's it. We went, 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 Come 
Sister, God's going to give you courage to move forward. God's going to give you courage to move forward. I'm prophesying to you. God's going to give you courage to move forward. Oh, somebody! Young men and women, the most out There it is. Go ahead, break out. Go ahead, break out. Young men and women, the most out there. That's it. Hold on just a second. Everybody, hold on. Sister, I told that, I told the sister back there, the Bible says that God turns the hearts of kings like a river. God can make people, God can turn them folks' hearts, okay? God's always got the final say in our life. I want you to remember that. Moving ahead. Okay? God's got the final say. No matter what anybody else is saying, He's got the final say over your life, sister. And He's not going to hold anything against you. When the children of Israel got to the side of the Red Sea, when they got to the side of the Red Sea, it looked like there wasn't no way that they could move forward. And that's the same thing that you're dealing with. There's a Red Sea standing in front of you but I want to tell you, God performed the miracle. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. God performed the miracle, parted the Red Sea. See, there's always a way out whenever God gets in the middle of it. When God gets in the middle of it, He can make a way where it seemeth not to be a way. Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. Who has the final say? This is what they're saying. Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. God's got the final say. God's got the final say. When you're in covenant with him, God's got the final say 
about everything in your life. That ought to give us confidence that anything that we're facing, that if God brought us through it, to it, what we always say. What do you say, Brother Marshall? He's going to bring you through it. Well, that's real simple. If God brought you to it, he's going to bring you what? Say it again. He's going to bring me. He's going to bring me. I'm going to make it out on the other side. And when I get there, whenever I reach the other side, I'm going to be shouting. I'm going to be speaking victory. I'm going to be declaring, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, let Israel now say, my God, I feel the Lord. You ought to start speaking it right now. I'm going to make it through it. I'm coming out of it. God's word is sure. Worship the Lord right now. I see it. Worshiping. Come on, be thankful right now. Be thankful right now. Brother Hughes at? Playing the drums. Which one of you men of God's gonna close this thing out? All right. I guess I'll do it. Thank y'all for volunteering. I'm out of breath, Brother Danny. Ain't God good, folks? Meet us here on a Wednesday night. Give us exactly what we need. I'm refreshed right now, brother. I'm refreshing my spirit moving forward. Y'all excited? This church is moving forward. You're not at a standstill. You're moving forward. Oh, I'm going to say it again. This church is moving forward. And it's going to possess every place. My God, everywhere that your foot treads, God said that it belongs to you. You ought to start declaring it when you're uptown. You ought to start declaring it in your neighbor's house. You ought to start declaring it at the dollar store. You ought to say it when you walk through the grocery store. God said this was mine. God said this belonged to me. We're going to take the land. We don't have no time to wait. We're going to come back Sunday excited, right? I know Brother Vasquez tells you every time, tell somebody, bring somebody with you. Amen. Now, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not him. I know that. But I'm going to tell you, I feel like I got to, he's gave me that privilege. Get, go tell somebody, bring them with you. Go get the sick folk. Go get the sinner, the one that don't nobody want. Amen. And tell them, hey, there's hope for you. Let's lift our hands all across the house. Father, we love you. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for always showing up. God, give us strength throughout the remainder of the week. God, let us walk in faith. Let us declare victory. God, let us sleep well tonight. Let us sleep sound. God, I pray a blood covering right now over every individual under the sound of my voice. God, that when they go home, God, that they would step into a place of peace. God, that they go throughout the day tomorrow, that every adversary that would come against them would be blocked by the Holy Ghost. Raise up a standard in the name of the Lord Jesus. And yet everybody said... Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Tell everybody you love them in Jesus' name.